This podcast is brought to you by Michael and Derek. We talk about stuff. Also, be sure to follow us on Facebook at What's Up Nerds. We have like 300 followers and our goal is to get to 500. I'm not really sure why the goal is 500, but that's what we just decided right now as I'm recording this right now. Now on to the show. So, you know, Derek, there are some people out there that say that uh, Captain America is the best trilogy in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, they do. Those two people are us. That is correct. We're not talking about that. We're going to talk about Iron Man today. Ooh. Yeah, ooh, anyway. <laughs> what's up, nerds, and welcome back to the Nerd Lab Podcast, where we talk movies and Star Wars and Marvel and DC, and I almost forgot the whole intro and whatever. My name <laughs> is Michael. I'm Derek. And just real quick before we get started, we would like to start doing a... Uh, like a letters from the from the listeners segment in this podcast. So if you would like to hit us up, send us a message, just talk, say what's up. We would like to hear from our fans. Just uh, give us a like on Facebook at What's Up Nerds, or shoot us an email at channel at gmail dot com. I'll probably get to it eventually. <laughs> but oh, anyway, also this is our our oh. only episode for the next. Two weeks. Oh yeah, yeah. We're definitely going to be uh, not not recording for the next two weeks because duty calls apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then April's going to roll around, and we're not going to record for a whole month. Woo. So yeah, this is 2021's not starting out that great, man. Woo. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, obviously, like I said, we're going to talk about the first Iron Man and the second Iron Man and the third Iron Man. Dude, I'm really right. getting ahead of myself here. Right. <laughs> um, so, it's Iron Man, Iron Man, Iron Man, and the Iron Man, Iron Man, Iron Man. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Iron Man, but first we're going to obviously start off with talking about Iron Man, the bad guy's a big Iron Man. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, obviously, a lot of people like this one. Um, I think it's pretty solid until, like, the villain happens. And then once, like, Ironmonger is a thing, you're just like, well, this got kind of lame. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a... It's like a theme in the Phase 1 Marvel movies where the bad guy is just a... Like a carbon copy of the hero, but bigger. Slightly except different. Thor, where the villain's... Except Thor, where, like, the villain's smaller. Well, to be fair... Red Skull wasn't bigger than Cap. Yeah, they were, I mean, they were the same size, but you, you know what I mean. They're they're the same thing. They're just yeah. com- polar opposites of each yeah, other. Yeah, they're just like the they're, evil versions of the hero. Yeah, it's it's honestly kind of annoying, and I don't really like it. But whatever, it's solid, and I guess it makes an, a movie easy to make, especially considering that this movie had, uh, like, no script to begin with. Yeah, yeah, it was written by John Favreau, kind of, half-assed, and mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. basically just made shit up on the spot. And it was great. He will forever be Iron Man, and nobody else yeah. could ever. Yeah, like, that's one character that you absolutely cannot recast, ever. Yeah, they will. He's like the, he's like the Jack Sparrow of... 
Um, he's just like he's like Jack Sparrow, man. Like you can't you yeah. can't recast that at all. Yeah. So anyway, would you like to tell us what uh, you thought the plot was? Um. So the plot was Tony Stark, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist, uh, was selling weapons. Oh, yeah, the genius part. I forgot about that. Selling weapons to the U.S. government, because that's what his company does. He was out in Afghanistan, I believe it was, testing and showing off new weaponry, and his convoy got attacked by terrorists using his own weapons. They captured him, tried to make him make the, his big Jericho bomb. Um, him and Yusuf, the guy he's in prison with, decide to make the first Iron Man suit. Because, and it's going to run off the fucking <laughs> car battery electromagnet <laughs> that Tony put in yeah. his chest. Well, that Yusuf put and, in his chest. And- and somehow none of those uh, none of those guards decided to come check on their progress. They just hoped it worked. No, they did. They were just they were coming and checking. Yeah, on but it. they like they faked it. They faked like making. Oh, it they were building like a dummy one. Yeah. I must have missed that part yeah. every time I've seen that movie. Yeah, they they like faked it to make it look like they were still working on it. Oh, okay, that's good. And then they like hid. They hid the Iron Man suit. Anyways, they build the Iron Man suit. Yusuf dies. It's real sad. Tony escapes. Gets saved. Comes back to America. Orders a cheeseburger. Because that became important later. Um, <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, has a press conference. Basically says, hey, we're getting out of the weapons business. His The guy who actually runs his company was like... Bro, what? No. <laughs> and was secretly doing dirty shit behind Tony's back. Tony decides to mm-hmm. become Iron Man full time. Um, crashes some Air Force planes, which was totally not cool. Some F-16s. Not cool. Not bro. cool at all. Um, and basically, uh, Obadiah Stane becomes Ironmonger, and Tony. Kills him and saves the day, and then reveals to the whole world he's Iron Man, which wasn't supposed to happen, but Robert Downey Jr. just went with it. And it worked. Yep. <laughs> Otherwise, they wouldn't have kept it in and, the movie. And at that point, they completely scrapped secret identities, which I feel, honestly, probably makes the uh, the whole like movie writing thing for literally every other hero in the MCU way freaking easier. To be fair, I mean, the major three from Marvel are all public entities, so it makes sense. Yeah, like, obviously, like, Steve Rogers is known, but Thor, most of the time, like, in the original run of the comics, when he came to Earth, he was, uh... He was a human, yeah. He was, he was, um, yeah, he was Dr. Blake. He just, like, yeah. slammed his hammer into the ground and... And it turned became into a walking a stick. Person. Yeah. Which they kind of went with in uh, Thor Ragnarok, but that's... Yeah. Anyways. But, yeah. Yeah. And it's it was neat. So, it was, uh, it was yep. really cool. Superhero movie, when it came out, it was pretty neat. It was. 
It was. All right, so what uh, good... No, let's do bad things. What bad things do you have to say about this movie? First, it's real boring. Real boring. You think so? I think so. I still think that. Like, I'll, mm. I'll, don't get me wrong, I love watching it, but it's. I think it's real boring. I'd say it's the most boring, other than maybe Avengers of the um, Phase 1 movies. Yeah, there is like, there are like a lot of, yeah, like two-thirds of the movie is just like setting up. Yeah. Not really fighting, not really action. It is cool to see like him building it though. Yeah, you get, Like that always really intrigued me. There's three major action scenes in that movie and that's it. Which, it's fine. It works. It's just, yeah, it's real slow. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't know. I I enjoy it. I didn't really I don't really mind how it's slow. Like it's like it's kind of nice to revisit it. Yeah, now. it sets up a lot, uh, especially after. Yeah, especially after seeing like everything how it happens, like Avengers Endgame and stuff like that, where it's like action packed from start to finish, and you go back and you're just like, I just want to relax, you know, watch a nice little nice little superhero movie. Yeah, right. You watch it and you're like, that was nice. That was nice. Uh, what's your what's your first bad? Uh, oh, I don't know. Oh, Tony Stark's kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah, well, he was supposed to be. Yeah, which I mean, I guess that makes him likable, and he hands down as the best character arc in the entire MCU. But um, to be fair, it's also the yeah, most I don't complete. know. Yeah, he's also kind of an... He's also just like a complete fucking douchebag, though. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> like, he's really rich and cocky and all this stuff, and then uh, Dr. Yinsen helps turn him into not a murdering lunatic. Mm-hmm. That's kind of nice. I don't know. I don't have too much bad to say about this, besides, like, what I said in the beginning about, like, you know, Obadiah Stane's just kind of a boring villain. Yeah, that was going to be my second bad, is really Obadiah Stane's probably the worst Phase 1 villain. Yeah, but it is played by Jeff Bridges, and Jeff Bridges is always a win. Oh, of course. He's great. Yeah. I mean, I'd also like to point out that that movie has, like, the best quote to sum up Tony Stark, though. And it comes from Jeff Bridges playing Obadiah. When they can't figure out how... um, Tony made the arc reactor really tiny. Oh, and now he made it in a cave with a bunch of scraps. He made this in a cave with a box of scraps. Yeah, that part's pretty awesome. I yeah. love that. It's like one of my favorite lines in the whole MCU. Yeah, because that just shows you like just how freaking smart he is. Like, he's smarter than half the people, yeah. like most of the people at his company. But like, how in the world? Like, why was that the first thing that his mind went to? He's like, I'm trapped in this cave. I need to make a suit. Why? Dude, just... You could have built anything. To you could have built, like, his, a tank. The first thing he went to was the arc reactor. And then he went, how am I going to beat these guys? And I guess a suit was what he came up with? I don't know. I guess. I mean, that's pretty... It's cool. Oh, uh, nice little setup. Um, It's the... The the terrorist organization in Afghanistan is the Ten Rings. Yeah. It's pretty cool. 
gets completely blown later, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm kind of disappointed <laughs> as I talk about it. <laughs> yeah. But. It's cool, though. Yeah. Anyway. Also, bringing good Tony things. Stark into the modern day, you know, putting it in Afghanistan as opposed to Vietnam like it originally was. Yeah, see? That's like, like, nowadays, it's perfectly acceptable to, like, make a superhero from, like, you know, now if they were, like, a veteran or something like that. Or yeah. if it's, like, during wartime, you know? Perfectly acceptable replacement. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could have definitely... I feel like Captain America fits better in uh, World War II, but mm-hmm. they definitely could have done... They definitely could have done Vietnam. Yeah. Or, like... Um, when, like, patriotism was at, like, an all-time low, he could have been the symbol of patriotism. And, like, in theory, Nick Fury, if he still is supposed to be, like, a war vet, he's probably, like, a Desert Storm vet now, instead of... Yeah. Instead of uh, a Vietnam, like he used to be, or a World War II, depending on how far back you go. Yeah, even though Samuel L. Jackson is like 75, so it could realistically be like World War II or Vietnam. Probably not World War II, probably no, Vietnam. Yeah, Vietnam, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it definitely could be Vietnam. Yeah. Definitely not uh, World War II. I don't know what I was thinking. That's like 90. <laughs> Anyways. Alright, I think that's all the bad things i got to say about it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Alright, so... My first, like, good thing that I noticed about this movie is that somehow the CGI is better than uh, later movies. Some I don't later know how. Movies, yeah. Yeah, like, dude, Iron Man looks fucking incredible. Yeah. Like, he looks real. Mm-hmm. Maybe they did build a, build a real suit, but, like, I remember somebody saying, like, they didn't, and they didn't really, like, build a suit that uh, Robert Downey Jr. was actually in until Civil War. Because, like, if you notice, I once I, like, went back and watched all the Iron Man movies, none of his suits are, like, look like they would fit him at all. Like, they look, yeah, like, they look too skinny. Like, they like look... Like, small. The, yeah, they look like people. Yeah. Not like a person's supposed to go inside. It wasn't until, like, Civil War or Age of Ultron, whenever they started using, like, the top half suit to be like, okay, these are the proportions that we should use. Like, his arms should be much bigger because he's, you know, armored. Right. Not just regular people-sized. Until Endgame, yeah, when no, it's, Iron like, Man. ridiculously thin, like Infinity War and Yeah. Because it's just nanites. Yeah. But, like, Iron Man looks really good. Like, yeah. he, like, it looks real. Yep. I'm going to be honest. Like, it looks real. And I think they may have built an actual suit as, like, a prop, maybe, and that's why. I don't know. I don't know. But another another one of my good things. I'm sorry, go ahead. It's your turn. Um, it set up possibly the greatest franchise of all time. Yep, it sure did. <laughs> or at least one of the it, greatest uh, franchises. It 100% did. Yeah, absolutely. Like 100%? The other greatest franchise that you're talking about, uh, was, was that Star Wars? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'd still say the MCU is better. Okay. And I, I mean, love Star fair. Wars. I don't know. I was just trying to give your favorite, you know, some slack here. No, no, dude. Fucking MCU was handled with absolute care from start to finish. Yeah. Star Wars was handled with reckless abandonment. 
from start to finish. <laughs> Episode four was a fucking nightmare to make. <laughs> and George Lucas was so stressed out he made somebody else make five and six. Anyways. Then he became a dictator for one through three, and then he finally gave up and gave it to a corporation. So, yeah. Star Wars has been made with reckless abandon from the 70s. MCU has been made with absolute care and devotion since 2008. I think it's I think it's better. Anyways. Yeah, and like and I, I bring up that it set up the franchise literally because of the after credit scene talking about the Avengers, mm-hmm. which immediately mm-hmm. got scrapped by the time the Avengers movie came around, which was weird. Wait, why? You don't remember how Phil Coulson what do you mean? shows up at the Avengers to, or at Stark Tower and is like, "Hey, Fury needs you to look over the Avengers stuff again," and he's like, "But that got scrapped." Oh yeah, it's just because uh, it's because of Iron Man two. Yeah, I know. Nick Fury was like, "Dude, this guy's a fucking dickhead." <laughs> well, it was it was Nick Fury and Black Widow were both like, "Fuck this, dude." Yeah. Anyways. But, uh, yeah, anyway. So, um, well, you stole my other good one. Yeah. I was going to say, set up the whole MCU. Anyway, what would you give this out of seven? Out of seven? Um, probably like a five. Yeah. I'd give it like a 5.5 out of seven, just because, like, it's, it's an solid. okay movie. Not my like, favorite. I mean, it's not like a, a fantastic movie or anything, but yeah, like it's it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. John Favreau is a. Uh, I feel like John Favreau should just be like the jumping off point for literally everything. <laughs> like, you want a successful franchise? Just get John Favreau to do the first one, kind of, <laughs> and you'll be good. Right. It's like he kind of did the first season of Mandalorian, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, this is fucking incredible. <laughs> yeah. No. All right. Uh, Iron Man two. There's another Iron Man, but with electric whips this time. Yeah, electric Iron Man. All right. Iron Man two, electric boogaloo. <laughs> yeah. What is that actually from? I hear electric boogaloo all the fucking time. It's... What? What does that mean? What is that from? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna okay. Google it after I this. I definitely thought you knew. Okay. I'm sure I probably Well, do, be sure to post it on Facebook. It. Okay. Well, be sure to post it on our uh, Facebook page. I that'd will. Be, that'd be great. All right. I guess I'll do the story on this one. Okay. Okay, so it's a flashback to some other time, and uh, what's the fucking villain's name? Oh, um... Oh Ivan my. Drago. Nope, yeah. not Ivan Drago. <laughs> no, that's Iraqi Four. <laughs> Oh no, what's his name? It's Ivan something. It's Ivan something. Yeah, it's Ivan uh something. Ivan Vanko. Yeah, Vanko. Ivan it. Vanko. Yeah, played by Mickey Rourke in probably like the weirdest Russian accent ever. Yep. Um his his dad dies and uh somehow Tony Stark gets blamed. Uh, Justin Hammers in this movie played by uh Sam Rockwell and it is he is hands down the best character in the MCU. I don't care what anybody says. That's he is absolutely charismatic and he steals that's because scenes it's whenever Sam he's Rockwell, in it. man. Sam Rockwell is the yes. most criminally underrated actor of all time. One hundred percent. 
Absolutely. Dude, it's fantastic I, I fucking love Justin Hammer. I fucking love Justin Hammer. Yeah. I love him so much that when I was taking notes, I wrote uh, Justin Hammer with, like, the heart face emoji. <laughs> like, I, I drew an emoji to show my affection. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Justin Hammer is really jealous of uh, Iron Man's Iron Man-ness. So he tries to make Iron Man suits, and he gets Ivan Vanko to help him make stuff, but he wants his bird. Uh, or, sorry, he wants his board. Uh, he sounds like Gru from Despicable Me. He sounds like Gru from Despicable Me. <laughs> he does. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, War Machine's in this one, but it's Don Cheadle this time, which is way be- a big old upgrade. Oh, yeah. Um. I just like Don Cheadle better than yeah, the Don, other guy. The other I, guy I was like kind of Don a dick. Cheadle a lot. Yeah, uh, probably the most un- underused character in the MCU. But um, yeah, and then Hammer Industries kind of upgrades the War Machine armor to make it War Machiney. Yep. Um, Iron Man is oh, Iron Man is uh, poisoned by the palladium in his uh, thing, mm-hmm. his reactor. So. He looks at a map somehow, and uh, he sees, like, some... He finds this old video that his dad made, and uh, apparently his dad knew he was destined to be a superhero and create a new element, so he expands this thing, and he's inside this hologram, and he's like, oh, a new element. And then he makes a Hadron Collider in his fucking tower. No, in his Malibu house. Oh, is that his Malibu house? Yeah, it is. It is his Malibu house. They, okay, they he makes a Hadron Collider in his Malibu one. house. Either way, dude. Absolutely unbelievable. But <laughs> he makes a Hadron Collider, uses Captain America's prototype shield from, uh, as, like, to, like, level it out. He crashes no a new element, and then, and then Jarvis says, what? How, I'm, I'm so sorry. I cut you off. Uh, it's okay. The, the prototype shield thing makes absolutely no sense, because... The shield cap used was a prototype. Yeah, <laughs> but I think that was the prototype shield that Tony Stark like never gave to him or something, and he. It was you the mean one Howard Stark? that they referenced. Whatever, and then they used like I think it's the one that was referenced in Spider-Man: Homecoming. Okay. Gotcha. Um. Yeah, so he makes the Hadron Collider, and then he crashes some stuff together, and has cool goggles on, and... You forgot about the super uh, alcoholic part, where he was an alcoholic for, like, 90% of the movie. He's, like, a super alcoholic, which is, like, that's, like, the real villain of the movie. Yeah. Um, He's kind of going crazy. He, like, hands over the whole company to Pepper, because he thinks he's about to die. Uh, Black Widow's there. She's pretty badass, like she always is. Yep. Jarvis somehow says, you created a new element, he puts it in his suit, it makes it more powerful, and he isn't getting poisoned from the heart. And it makes all of his chess pieces triangles for some reason. It sure does. Yep, I think that was just an aesthetic choice for some reason. Um, He probably has the coolest suit-up sequence in this entire, in like the entire MCU, uh, in this one. He 
it was in a briefcase, which that armor must be like for emergency uses only because there's no way that an Iron Man suit can be just kicked across the ground at that speed and actually be like functionally armored. Um, but you see why, um, I actually, you know what, you know what's annoying about this? I think that they chose Whiplash as the villain. Mm-hmm. Because they, I, I feel like they had already like written Avengers and knew that they were going to fight, so they were like, we need Tony to somehow be invulnerable to Thor's lightning. And I'm like, hmm, somebody electricity, so he can, he can retroactively make this suit electric-proof and actually get powered by it instead of destroyed by it. Uh, maybe. So I think that might be why. Anyway, Whiplash shows up at a Malibu race, and not a Malibu race, at the... God, it's the biggest, like the biggest race in the world. Formula One. Um. Yeah, but like, it, it's the, it's in fucking cars too, man. Yeah. It's in cars too. <laughs> Anyways. And uh, I'm jumping all over the place with this yeah, you plot, are. but uh, you do this every it's, time. It's fine. <laughs> I do do this every time because I think of new stuff that's ridiculous or cool. Um. And then he's, so yeah, he's okay. And then at the end, there's like this big, like, hammer expo. And he brings out all the drones. Uh, and Justin Hammer's really mad at Ivan Fanko for making drones instead of Iron Man suits. And he's like, no, drones better. And then... Um, sure enough, the drones are better. They Yeah, they were pretty effective. Until Tony uses his one-time-use laser... Yeah. to kill them all when him and War Machine are fighting and he continuously steals the uh the glory from War Machine. It's yeah. pretty pretty messed up. That's like his best friend. Mm -hmm. Oh, and at the beginning they and at the beginning they fight and uh War Machine smacks the shit out of Tony with a barbell with 45 pounds on each side. It's freaking sweet. That's not at the that beginning. That's awesome. like the middle I, of the movie, but Whatever, it's like my favorite part of the whole movie is where he just smacks the shit out of him with a fucking 135-pound dumbbell. It's incredible. Or a barbell. It's great. Because, like, dude, that would hurt. Even if you were wearing armor, that would hurt. That is an impact. Yeah. I can't swing 135 pounds around that fast. That's impressive. Anyways. Yeah. Um, That's the movie, basically. So, I guess so. Um, oh, you, you see a lot of Justin Hammer's mess-ups, um, like, and, like, some dude gets his whole spine turned around, like, his whole upper body basically separated from his lower body. Yeah, but that operator yeah. is fine. Yeah, he's fine somehow. <laughs> I, I love that therapy. Story. I love, he, he stands just, up real quick. I'd like to let everyone know that that operator is still alive. He is fine. <laughs> He is most certainly not fine. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, that that was that was it, I think. Um, oh, the government was trying to get the Iron Man suit away from him, which you find out later is because of Hydra. But yeah, yeah. But Tony Stark somehow privatized world peace. That was, that was probably like the most ridiculous thing he could have said. I have successfully privatized world peace. Fucking what? You did? Really? So all the civil wars going on everywhere? All the tyranny, all the communism? You single-handedly stopped that? My hero, Tony.
Oh, boy. All right. Hey, coincidentally, I'm using an Iron Man coaster. That's cool. Hey, neat. All right, anyway. Uh, bad stuff? Oh, boy. All right. Well, I'd like to point out that this one is... I don't hate this one as much as most people do. So... I do. Yeah, I know you do. I don't. Uh, I jumped right on that bandwagon. I like this movie. Dokie dokie. But, some bads. Um, Alright. Why don't you start? Okay. Uh, Whiplash is probably the most boring villain in the entirety of the MCU. Like, it's like him and Malekith are like the most boring villains. I hate and you. I hate him, you so much. I love those villains. Him, Malekith, and Ironmonger are like the most boring villains Why are in the entire MCU. I don't know. And Whiplash isn't even the main villain. Like the main villain is technically Justin Hammer and he's slash great. that that Hydra agent guy. But um, I yeah, well, I, I, I don't. Stern. I, Senator Stern. There we go. Yeah, Hail Hydra. Um, yeah, dude, like, I don't know. Whiplash is just so goddamn boring. And at the end, it would have been so much cooler if he would have just showed up with that little exoskeleton thing instead of having a whole-ass Iron Man suit. Because that was, like, that's just, that's so boring, dude. Well, to be fair, that's 90% of Iron Man's villains are just dudes in Iron Man suits. I know, and it's not creative at all. <laughs> Fun fact, did you know that Iron Man's first villain in the comics was Hawkeye? No. Well, yes, I did, but... Yeah. That's interesting. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. That's just because you got a ridiculous fascination with Hawkeye. Dude, he's so cool, man. <laughs> like, he could use guns, but he uses a bow and arrow. That's wildly inefficient. <laughs> and... I don't want to stab you, but you're way over there. <laughs> yeah, that's the invention of archery. <laughs> It's fucking stupid. <laughs> it's so cool. Anyways. <laughs> Alright, so you don't like Ivan Venko. Got it. No, not even a little bit. Okay. Nope. He He's boring. Uh, he's got a weird Russian accent. and. Fun fact, did you run. know that Whiplash hmm. is not Ivan Venko in the comics? Ivan Venko is actually Crimson Dynamo. And Whiplash is a separate dude. See, I feel like I did know that. Yeah. I feel like I Marvel's did. Marvel's actually kind of cool with that sometimes. They, they'll mix, like, two villains together. Yeah. To make a new villain. Crimson Dynamo is... He he has an Iron Man suit, though, right? Yes. Whiplash actually I don't doesn't understand why in the they... comics. Okay, that's why they mix them together, then. Yeah. Okay. That's so... Oh, my God. Whatever. Yeah, that's... That's stupid. Also, because Ivan Vanko was really smart in the comics, so I think that's also why. To make him, like, yeah. a genius like Tony. I don't know. I just don't know why they don't make their Iron Man suits look like like Tony's. It's clearly working. Yeah. Um. Bigger's not always better. I don't know. I don't have a whole lot of bads for this one. I know you probably do. I just, I really enjoy this I movie, don't know. Man. I don't know, not really. I think it kind of just took the focus away from uh, Iron Man. There was like a lot of subplots, like the whole 
uh, government thing, and then you know there's there's Justin Hammer, uh, Whiplash, the start of the Avengers, like Nick Fury just talking forever about his dad, and then he finds that tape with his dad saying, Tony, you're my greatest creation, when apparently Howard literally never expressed an ounce of love for him at all. Um, yeah, they went through that, though. I, like, the, more of the movies explored that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. They sure did. But, I don't know, there's just a lot of subplots, and, and Black Widow is there to be like a spy, and then she kicks a lot of ass, and it's really kind of cool. Yeah, she gets revealed really quick, though, like, as a spy. Mm-hmm. So, like, what was the point yeah. of her spying if they were just going to be like, yo, like, by the way, she's watching you? Yeah, because there were, like, 12 different plots going on, so they had to <laughs> kill one of them really fast. <laughs> All right. I don't know. It was just, like, too much of a setup for the Avengers. Like, it took the focus away from the movie and... uh like they use like too many comics in one. They they use too many comic threads in one. They use like the, um. God, what's that storyline where he gets drunk all the time? Devil in like a bottle. He's drunk all the, oh, de- yeah, demon in a bottle. And then they used, um, obviously, like uh, anything with Crimson Dynamo slash Whiplash and <laughs> Hammer Industries. Like they just used. They went for too much, all at once. I suppose. If you feel that way. I don't know, it just bugs me. Oh, by the way, the current richest man in the world is also in this movie. Yes, Elon Musk. Yeah. He's definitely in this movie. Which is cool. As himself. Like, you would definitely expect... Yeah, like you would definitely expect uh, all of them to know each other. Boy, if Tony Stark was real, the SpaceX program would be way better than it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Alright, well... I think we've covered the bads, right? Yep. Good stuff? Good stuff. I got some good stuff. Okay. All right. I have two, and one of them I've already covered. Yeah, Justin Hammer. Yep, Justin Hammer with the heart face emoji. freaking best in this movie, He just steals the fucking scenes, man. Like, I want him to come back really bad. I know, because he's not dead. No, he's not. Nothing happened to him. He's just... He's fine. Yeah. Maybe he's, he's just licking his wounds. Maybe I bet he'll come out now. Now that Tony's dead, I mm-hmm. bet he will. Possibly. That's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. And my other one is um, War Machine, probably the most criminally underrated and underused superhero in the MCU. And War Machine is badass. He has a minigun on his shoulder. That is fucking mm-hmm. dope. And his suit yep. stays the same from Iron Man 2 until Infinity War. Yeah. Actually, even in Endgame. No. But then he gets, but then he gets the cooler one. He then gets he gets the, the cooler, cooler one after Iron him. Patriot. Yeah. Because, God, that first Iron Patriot looked like ass. Yeah, dude, patriotism and shit. I pledge allegiance to Iron Patriot. Anyways, that we'll get to that in a minute. All right, yeah, yeah that was Justin the only good. Uh, War Machine is also War dope. War Machine's cool. Um, the military branches as Iron Man drones were really cool. 
Yeah, it was. They were all the same, though. No, they weren't. They all looked the same. They all had different weapons, though. Oh, really? Like, based on what branch it was. Like, the Navy had, like, um, like missiles on their shoulders. Uh, the mm. Air Force had, like, rockets on their wrists. The Army ones were, like, either a Paladin or a tank <laughs> on the shoulder. Nice. And then, um, I don't remember what the Marines were. Marines had something different. But, yeah. They're neat. Yep. But that was all your right, good yeah. stuff? Yeah, I guess. I, right, I right. really like this movie. It's pretty neat. I don't know why. I don't, uh, what would you rate it out of seven? Um, I'd give it probably like a 5.5. A little bit better than Iron Man 1 for me, but hmm. not a bunch. So I get why you might, uh, like, why you could feel like that just because of, like, what it did for, like, the setup and the future and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just didn't do it for me. I, I'm, yeah, sure. It's like a three. It's like a three for me. Ooh. All right. Now, hold huh. up. Now we're about to get into our most hotly contested Iron Man movie. Yes. We vastly disagree on this movie. Yeah. I, I don't know. I... I really enjoy it. And for me, it is the single worst MCU movie there is. Oh, it's... Yeah, no, yeah, no, yep. It's the worst for me. Dude, you're dude, you're crazy. No. Like, I, why would, I why would you do that with movies Captain like... I enjoy Captain Marvel more. Uh, what? I feel, this movie feels like a chore every time I watch it, man. Oh, God. Okay. And wow. I, I explained this to you the other day. It's because this was the only Marvel movie I went to the theaters and watched and was instantly disappointed. And that has carried all the way up until today. I'm still disappointed in this movie. Is it because of the Mandarin? That's part of it. There's a lot to it, man. So, like, who is the it. actual who is the actual Mandarin at the end? Like, whenever what's his face, it the was, leader of AIM? it was Aldrich Killian because he said yeah. he said you wanted the real Mandarin. Yeah, no, no, no. But like, who who is he based off of? Like, because how uh, Whiplash is Crimson Dynamo slash Whiplash. Who is Aldrich? So Killian? Aldrich Killian is actually a villain. Yes. And then the like, the two dragons what? that he has tattooed on him were the Mandarin's pets in the comics that guarded his lair. So he was supposed oh. to be like the Mandarin mixed with Aldrich Killian. Oh, dude, so that's like... That's... That's cultural appropriation. That's racist. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, it was the extremist virus. That's what it is. That's definitely not yeah. what extremist is. All right, I, uh, all right, never mind. I figured out why you don't like this movie. I completely forgot about the extremist virus. That's not what it is at all. Yeah. All right, all right. I get it. Okay. Do you want to go over the plot for this one, or no, not really? Sure. Why not? All right. Okay. Boy. I could do it all if right. you want me to. Uh, so. It's Christmas Iron time. Man. Yeah, it's Christmas time. He's being Iron Man. Um, Mandarin's out there blowing stuff up, being a terrorist. Um, 
he blows up the Chinese theater, which Happy Hogan was at. So uh, Tony takes it upon himself to issue a direct threat to the biggest terrorist in the world, who then blows up his house. Who didn't see that one coming? You're missing the yeah. most important part of this movie, though, already. You're already missing the huh. biggest part. What? Uh, Tony is working super hard in his basement, and that's all he can focus on is making better Iron Man suits because oh, of the yeah, extreme he's got PTSD. Oh, stupid freaking PTSD. Oh, yeah, stupid PTSD <sighs> from going into space and almost dying, yeah. Okay, that's... You're misconstruing my words. Like, PTSD's a real thing, and it's not something to joke about. <laughs> but... I hate that they use that as a freaking crutch in this movie, man. It's... And, Anyways. dude, the whole point of this movie is that he discovers that Iron Man is not the suit, it is the man. Yeah. You know? Right. That's, I think that's why I like this movie so much. Sure. You can, you can think that. I, I will say... Tony's character, man. I will say, Aldrich Killian is a top-tier MCU villain for me, though. He's fucking dope in this movie. I would agree, yeah. The, um, Mandarin, at, the Mandarin at first, when he's making all those spooky-ass videos, dude, that shit is fucking awesome. I was like, yo, this dude is serious. He wasn't yeah. serious. <laughs> yeah, because they got Ben Kingsley, Sir Ben Kingsley, who's a yeah, fantastic Yeah, and I was like, actor. yo, I was like, yo, what a good freaking choice, dude. What a good choice but, for the Mandarin, because like, he looks kind of like him, and he played Gandhi before, so that's close enough. It wasn't close enough. No. Anyways, um, Mandarin comes, blows up his house, almost kills Pepper, almost kills Tony. Then he figured out that the first bombing site for the Mandarin that wasn't in the news was in Kentucky, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he had told Jarvis before the house got blown up to chart a flight to Kentucky, so he did it after he passed out and flew yeah, in there, cause... and then the suit died, and then he drags it through the snow to some kid's house, who's the most annoying part of that entire movie is that stupid kid. Um, You're not... you. I feel like you don't get it. Like... That was Tony starting to build sympathy and, like, care for another human being that's not, you know, Pepper or Happy or Rhodey. Like, okay. that was when he started caring about, like, civilians. That doesn't make any sense, though, because he saved literally the entirety of New York from a nuke already. Uh, I wouldn't want to get fucking nuked. That probably would hurt a lot. <laughs> Anyways, so he, then this kid's helping him rebuild the suit. He investigates the bomb site, figures out that the dude wasn't trying to bomb anything. It was the extremist virus. Um, he gets attacked by some extremist people. Um... He somehow figures out the Mandarin's base is in Florida. He gets down there, figures out that the Mandarin is just an actor who's being paid to pretend to be a terrorist, which is still illegal. 
<laughs> yeah, that's why he went to jail. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then he he fucks up all those dudes at that mansion now, which is kind of cool. Yeah, without an Iron Man suit. He went to Home Depot and got some shit to make <laughs> some cool stuff. And he, you know, he's Iron Man. Every time I see that scene, I just imagine that part from Parks and Rec where Ron Swanson goes to the to the Home Depot and the guy's like, Sir, can I help you? And he's like, I know more than you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but Sir, can I help you? Yeah, can you show me where to build an arc reactor? Can you show me all the parts <laughs> to build an arc reactor, please? Thanks. Yeah, right. Uh, basically, they figure out that it's a massive plot to, like, assassinate the president or whatever. And the vice president's in on it. And there's they blow up Air Force One or they attack Air Force One and then Tony saves all those people by making them skydive. Yeah. And yeah, really uh cool. They really did that, you know that? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's the things they do for movies, it's insane. Yeah. That's um, pretty wild. And then there's a real big battle at the end where he summons all of his suits. Like, all, yep. like, 62 of them or whatever. Yep. And then at the end, it closes out. Blows them all up. And he blows he them all up. And you that. think. What? Sorry. Oh, you finally think that it's, like, the end of Iron Man, and he's back three movies later. Yep. That Which, over. Like, in the timeline of things, is very quick. Like, it's, like, only, like, a year or something like that. Mm, two years, I think. Well, yeah. Still, that's really quick. Mm-hmm. But it's implied that he was already being Iron Man again before that. Yeah, because in Winter Soldier, uh, Alexander Pierce wants Iron Man to fly over his house. Yeah. And come, like, do a meet and greet. Yeah. But... Anyways, he blows up all the suits, he gets the arc reactor pulled out of his chest, and the shrapnel, which, why wouldn't you just do that immediately to begin I don't know. with? I don't know. Um, I, I also would. Well, probably because he he needed the arc reactor to, like, power his suit, and now uh, he figured out a way to isolate the arc reactor. Maybe. I guess, I don't know. I don't know why it had to be mounted in his body to begin with, but whatever. Yeah. Anyways... Uh, yeah, and then he throws the arc reactor in the ocean, and that lasts not long at all. Nope, not very long. Not very long. So I will say, outside of, like, the disappointing twist that is the Mandarin, like, I actually was very disappointed in that at first, because, like, Mm -hmm. all those really cool videos that it showed where it's, like, uh, President Ellis, I'm coming for you, and all this. Like yeah. the voice that he used, I was like, Yo, the braves were away dope. from home. The warriors yeah, were like, away, or whatever. I was like, Yo, this dude is for real. He's about to mess Iron Man up. Yeah, he didn't do anything, but and he was the leader yeah. of the Ten Rings, which, comic book wise, the Mandarin had ten rings on his finger that were alien technology, and each ring had a different. Gave him a different ability. Yeah, it was like the Infinity Gauntlet before the Infinity Gauntlet was uh, invented or thought yeah. of. Yeah, because the Mandarin's actually like an ancient dude. Yeah. Yep. But, it's like yeah, him and the anyways. ancient one. Him and the ancient one in the comics were like, uh, grew up together, and one went good yeah. and one went bad. 
Yep, yep. So that's but pretty neat. Some bats, I guess. Do bats first or goods first? Yeah, we'll do bats first. Okay. Well, uh, I find the kid really annoying. I already said that. Yeah. Like it's, and I don't blame the actor. Like I don't think it's his fault or anything. I just think it's the way that movie was written and everything. He's just a very annoying character, and the kid had like no common sense. It seemed like, at least for part of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think it was just like outside of the disappointing twist that I said. I think it was like just like really dark while also like having like some really funny parts and that was it's very jarring mm-hmm. like at least like some of the darker marvel movies are like thor ragnarok which is like probably one of the darkest and one of yeah. the funniest yeah but it's like like it's funny throughout it's, even though it's dark it's blended it's like, perfectly honestly yeah yeah i mean like they got shane black to direct which i don't think he's a bad director but i think it was just like I don't think he was the right man for the job. And I also don't right. think that this was the right, like, storyline to use. Oh, Pepper's invincible now with the extremist virus. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but he cured her. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he did. That's lame. Yeah. Yeah, she actually kills some... Aldrich, which was, yeah. like, other than, I think, well, I mean, other than... Like, Black Widow's scene in Iron Man 2 and, like, most of what she does in Avengers, that was, like, a really powerful, like, girl moment, which was neat. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I really liked that. I thought that was cool. Because you definitely think she's going to die, and you're like, oh, no, not Pepper. Yeah, and then she, like, single-handedly murders the villain, and it's like, oh, cool. Good job, Pepper. Look at you go. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, Tony uh, Stark continues to be a dick to Rhodey, because uh, Rhodey's like, let me get a suit. And Tony's like, mm, they're not for you. Yeah. It's like, dude, you have like 63 of them. You can, you can give one up. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that was, that was pretty annoying. Mm-hmm. And know. then, oh, this movie kind of travels into uh, Star Wars territory, where there's suits that literally never get talked about and yet somehow there's canonically like things out there that explain what each of those suits was a, what it's used for yeah there was like the ridiculous. big lifting one for lifting up bridges yeah and then there was like the really fast one that didn't have any weapons for like quick getaways and yeah yeah there was all it's sorts pretty, very very interesting yeah but, yeah, very okay, Star we were Wars talking territory. about bad I stuff. I like that good. We're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm all out of bad stuff. I'm, 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 I'm good. Ready to yeah, move on to good. Yeah, we talked about most of it. Like, I mean, Mandarin. That's the main one, really. Yeah, I would say so. <sighs> all right, good but, stuff. So, like, what the extremist actually does in this movie is freaking sweet. Besides the whole yeah. like blowing up and killing you stuff, but like once well, you that can was only control it. On it. Yeah. That shit was dope, though. Like, he was just karate chopping through Iron Man suits like it was nobody's business. It was awesome. Yeah. And and Tony figured out how to remote control fly his uh, his suits, which also 
really awesome. Super helpful. Um, yeah. Oh, then, God, I forgot like, another bad. Uh-oh. I kind of mentioned it earlier, but Iron Patriot. The suit looks real stupid in this movie. Yeah, it does. It's very bright and vibrant. Like, in the comics, it looks dope. But in this movie, it just it didn't it did not translate well. No, it did not. I think that's why they scrapped it almost immediately. Yeah, although the one in Endgame looks really cool. Yeah, it does. Anyways, sorry. Yes, it does. Continue. Yeah, uh, more good stuff. Um, he remote control flies his his suits. He yeah, all of them. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, basically, Jarvis has advanced to a level where he is just as much Iron Man as Tony is. Um, like I mentioned before, Tony's whole character arc where he is Iron Man, not the suit, um, is really cool. He overcomes, not overcomes his PTSD, but um, he battles through it and realizes that, you know, you just got to kind of live with it. And it's a, it's a, it's a nice little character moment for him because he realizes, like, yeah, I'm. That shit was fucking scary, but maybe we can prevent it, which is how Age of yeah. Ultron happened. I don't know. It. I just like. I guess maybe the one reason I'm disappointed in this movie is it feels like everything that happened in this movie was almost immediately changed. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It was like retconned pretty pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, it also wasn't. I don't think this one was received very well. Mm, no, I don't think so either. But, anyways, again, Aldrich Killian, Guy Pierce. Yeah, awesome. he he's really cool. God, I love that moment though at the end when it's like when he's all on fire and everything, and he's like, "You wanted to see the true Mandarin, no more false faces." Oh, that part's dope. yeah, yeah, that part is really cool. Uh, he's definitely not the Mandarin, though, and that's kind of racist for oh. him to say that. Hey, Shang-Chi, coming up with the real Mandarin. Oh, dude, he's going to be so cool, probably, and then get his ass kicked almost immediately, which is yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. Well, I just hope that Shang-Chi isn't another Iron Fist where they're like, he's the greatest martial artist ever, and continues to get his ass beat. Yeah. What a disappointing show that I've never seen. Uh, first season's disappointing. Second season's dope. That's what I've heard. Because Luke Cage is there, and Luke Cage is cool. Yeah. Anyways. All right. What would you give it out of seven? It? I would rate it a three. Just because it's very wow. disappointing for me. Wow. Yeah. I'm harsh on this one. I like this one slightly better than Iron Man 1, so I'm going to give it a 5.6. Ugh. Gross. So you know what that means... It's time to stump Derek. Woo! If you don't know what stump Derek is, uh, where have you been? Um, <laughs> we've done this for quite a while. Anyway, I give him two actors or actresses, and he has to connect them using interconnected movies and actors slash actresses to get them uh, to connect within five movies. I explained that terribly. Anyway, you have one minute on the clock, and are you ready? Yeah. Justin Timberlake, Natalie Portman. Go. I th actually think they're in the same movie together. 
You you could totally do it, man. I believe in you. failing today. Or, uh, what's his face? Michael Kelso from That 70s Show. Whose name nope. I can't remember. I don't got it today. Oh, no. 20 seconds. You could totally do it, man. Oh, wait, I, I got it. Pause it. Two movies. Really? Sick. Yeah. 13 um, seconds remaining. Natalie Portman in Black Swan with, um, oh my god, I can't think of her name. The chick from That 70s Show. She's married to Ashton Mi- Kutcher. Mila Kunis. Yeah, Mila Kunis. And then her and Justin Timberlake are in, uh, what was that, Friends with Benefits? Wasn't that that movie? Yeah. Something like that? Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh, wait, that was it? Yeah. Oh, wow. That was impressive. I'm impressed. I think that is. I, I hope those are the right movies and the right actors. Oh no. I've never seen. I've never seen Black Swan, but I have seen Friends with Benefits, though. So. Well, I know she's in Black Swan because she, her, and Natalie Portman have a, a intense scene in a limo or a taxi. Neat. Yeah. All right. Yep. Is that the show? That's the show. I believe. All right, guys. Like we said at the beginning, um, be sure to follow us on Facebook. Give us a like. That'd be pretty cool. Um, And if you would like to get your letter shouted out here or, like, whatever you say in a message, be sure to either send us a message on there or send us an email at mostokayschannel at gmail.com. My name is Michael, and... I've been Derek. Your name is Derek, yes. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I didn't either, but... All right, man. I figured it out. Well, this has been the show, and we'll talk to you guys next time. We need to get better on outros. Okay, bye!